Good. Where, where's the smart marks at? They're there. There, talk to them. Good. Can I? Yeah. I would love you to. Can I really? You know how I feel. Can I swear? I'm, I'm, for, absolutely. Ask your friends over here. All right. Fuck you. <laughs> the New Jersey Kid, Joe Sheehan. That's the difference between you and I. For me, this is about passion, and for you, this is about fame. And nobody will ever remember you. The Rogue of Wrestling, Michael Newman. Yeah, that works in Hollywood, that works in the movies, but this isn't the movies, this is real life. And in real life, I am the real hero. You're listening to the Super Smart Brothers Pro Wrestling Podcast. Welcome, everyone, back to another episode of the Super Smart Brothers Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am your Super Smart Brothers champion and the rogue of wrestling, Michael Newman, joined alongside by my partner in crime, my tag team partner, the New Jersey kid, Joe Sheehan. How's it going? Well, in addition to, we're going to talk a little bit of, uh, you know, actual pro wrestling and stuff today, but uh, we wanted to talk about another pro wrestling show. Um. This one, we're going to talk about heels, and who better to talk about heels than a couple of professional heels like us, right? Hashtag heels. Hashtag heels. Hash, uh, shout out to Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, it's actually really cool. So like, have you been watching this alongside uh, your fiance with Aaron? E- yes. Uh, a little bit, though. I don't think she's as into it as she actually really likes uh, Dark Side of the Ring to bring in another wrestling mm-hmm. TV show. Like, I think because of the whole, re- the realness of that, like, she likes finding out about the, like, real behind-the-scenes stuff. Um, but Heels, she has been, like, somewhat interested in because of the storylines and stuff. Gotcha. So, like, has, cause she has, has she watched Glow with you also? Yeah, she loves Glow. Okay, she loves Glow. Okay, because, yeah, because yeah, yeah. that was one of the other things, because, like, Emma really likes Glow, and she's liking uh, Heels a lot, too. Mm-hmm. It's really cool to kind of have, uh, you know, shows that help people uh, bring people into the wrestling world, you know? Yeah. And like, she'll, it's, it's the best is when like, she'll bring up, she's like, oh, isn't that like this? And like reference something else in wrestling. And I'm like, oh my God, mm-hmm. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like it's definitely educational. Like there's definitely like some things that are inconsistent or like, I wouldn't say are like good things to learn from the show, but like overall, I'd say it's a pretty good depiction of like, you know, smaller independent ish wrestling. Yeah. Uh, so I guess the, the good question to, for us to start out on is, so what, what like, uh, brought you to Heels, basically? Like, how'd you find out about it? I guess that's the question. I mean, I think I just saw, like, a random commercial, because, like, you know, obviously the internet knows that I'm a wrestling fan, so it probably showed me <laughs> something. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, Stephen Amell and, like, Andrew Ludwig. So I was like, I like those guys. You know, fuck, I'll, I'll check out this show. And, you know, it's about wrestling stuff, so, like, let's see. And, you know, I like to give shows like an episode to see whether it catches me or not mm-hmm. and i uh, thought it was good right off from the bat yeah I, i'm definitely a couple episode person but uh for me it was Stephen amell like uh because mm-hmm. i had heard that he was working on like a wrestling show with stars and i was like okay cool like he's a huge wrestling fan so you know it's going to be accurate and then two mm-hmm. it's stars so he's not going to be restricted by anything so uh yeah that should be good so that's what drew me to it um but uh, so you mentioned knowing the, the guy who plays his brother, uh, Alexander Ludwig, uh, where did you, have you seen him in something before? Because this is, I think, my first time seeing him. He's super prominent in the uh, Vikings show. Ah, so you watched that. OK. Yeah, I'm actually a little bit behind on that, but like I've still seen enough of it that I was like, oh, yeah. So from yeah. Uh, Vikings. So it's another, it's, another uh, it's... wrestling connection there is uh, Edge was on that show. Yep, exactly. Edge was on that show, you know, on uh, Vikings. Yeah. So uh, people who haven't seen Vikings, uh, if you're interested in that kind of a thing, I would definitely recommend checking that out, especially because that show does a pretty good job of, like, um, doing historical depictions of, like, the interactions between, like, Christians and Vikings, mm. you know, like the Norse people. But uh, anyway, back to heels, hmm. which for the most part also, I think, does a pretty good job portraying uh, wrestling and stuff like that, which also, so, like, 
considering that like Stephen Amell and like Cody Rhodes are good friends and stuff, would you say that it's pretty obvious how much that is like an influence on the uh, Jack Spade character there and like the way that like Stephen Amell plays him? Oh, 100%. The, the <laughs> owner of the company. To be fair, Cody, Cody hasn't put in the main belt on himself yet, but, but he was the TNT champion for a little bit. And then the crowd hates him. So it's like, <laughs> oh, oh, and dad was a wrestler too. Like, so. Yeah, I, honestly, I think like it's less in, you know, obviously like the in character part and like the way that he runs the business. But I, the way that I really pick up on it is the way that like he interacts with his wife. And it's like, oh, this is so obviously like based off of like Cody and Brandy, the way that like, you know, Jack and his wife are. Well, because you have you seen previews for that uh, Roads to the Top or whatever? Uh, uh, no, oh yeah, they they're getting a show, aren't they? I yeah. About that. So I think it just started this week, and one of the big parts of the preview is she says you prioritize the wrestling over the baby. And mm-hmm. so I think it's either before before she has the baby and she's saying that, or like once they have it, and yeah, right. So I was like, ooh, yep, <laughs> Jack stayed well, yeah. there. <laughs> I mean, also, of course, she's going to think that. Like, he's been in pro wrestling his whole life and has really dedicated a lot of himself to it. And she was just kind of, like, in it to, like, probably get a little bit famous and then move on. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, so, of course, perspective-wise, she's always going to be like, why are you so into the wrestling? It's like, because, bitch, like, I've been in this my whole life. Like, <laughs> this is my life. I literally tattooed it on my goddamn neck. <laughs> <laughs> Like, still, what the fuck else could I do now? I still don't know what's worse. The Michael Mike Tyson face tattoo or that neck tattoo? Michael. The this neck tattoo is worse. Like, <laughs> the, the Mike Tyson tattoo, like, while that's also one of those things where it's like you're never going to be able to hide that, I feel like that's just better done. Yeah. Like, this, the neck tattoo for Cody Rhodes is just fucking stupid. Like, <laughs> that's a cool t-shirt logo, but, like, that's not something you fucking tattoo on your goddamn neck, dude. But whatever, it's too late. So, <laughs> but yeah. So for heels, uh, yeah, back to heels. I just, I, it's a very accurate description of small town independent wrestling. Like, if you have mm-hmm. ever gone to a show that has like twenty people in the crowd, like you've been to, uh, what is it, a Duffy? Yeah, DWL, definitely. Duffy yeah, Duffy Wrestling League. League. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It definitely does capture that, like, especially, like, the way, like, the crowd interacts and, like, you can hear, like, the individual fans and stuff with, like, their uh, boos and cheers and stuff. Yeah, especially the woman that talks about uh, uh, the younger brother being a, a crybaby when he's trying mm-hmm. to cut the baby face return promo. <laughs> yeah, and it's just, like, utter cheese and people are just like, fuck this. <laughs> yep. All right, so I, I have to give one major criticism because while this this is definitely over i think overall pretty accurate to like what i know about pro wrestling and things like that the one biggest thing that is definitely like this is so inaccurate it drives me insane so we're i think let's just i'm gonna give a spoiler let's just like get into like talking about yeah we're 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 going to talk about uh, what are we up to the first i think there's been six episodes or so so far yeah six or seven i think yeah and um yeah anyway so spoiler alert if you haven't watched the show we're just going to get into things so later on when uh, fucking Ace goes nuts and then fucking snaps Bobby's leg, like it drives me insane that like they act like somehow that was Crystal's fault or that like this was just some sort of like <laughs> accident that happened in the ring. Like Ace should fucking be banned, not only just from DWL, but from fucking wrestling ever. Like, yeah, he injured him on fucking purpose. Like, yep. What the fuck? And then he even tried saying, he was like, oh, it was a mistake or something like that. And I was like, how? Like, you heard like them say, how? like, he was like, Bobby was clearly yelling out, like, it's really hurting or something like that. Yeah. It's and, like, yeah. I was like, yeah. Cause like, first of all, the fucking move he was doing is so easy to do without fucking hurting somebody. And then two, right. Like what you're saying, Bobby was literally telling him, yo, that's too hard. Like, <laughs> like you can't be a pro wrestler. And fuck up your technique to do the move, and then also ignore your partner when they're telling you that you're fucking up. You can't do that. And I was even expecting he had that scene with um, Big Jim. So Big Jim mm-hmm. like pulls him aside in the in the next episode when it's Big Jim's uh, son's christening, and uh-huh. 
pulls him aside and he was like, hey, like, what happened with Bobby there and stuff? And, like, no one brought up the whole trust thing. And I thought that was that would be the perfect, like, throw that mm-hmm. word in there. Of, like, you, you have to be able to trust your opponent in, your, in the ring. Like, Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, no matter what the hell's going on, like, you guys are trusting each other because, like, you're putting each other's lives in your hand. Yeah. And, like, either have, like, Big Jim bring it up. I either have, uh, oh, God, I'm blanking on names. Uh, the uh, old cowboy guy that uh, oh uh, wild bill wild bill yeah mm-hmm. yeah like it's insane it's insane that like yeah exactly that's something that that you definitely should bring up and could bring up and then yeah the fact that they're just ignoring it for this so like I don't know if it's gonna like maybe they're gonna come up on it and like readdress it later but I feel like they're not and it's like driving me crazy <laughs> okay so if that's your big complaint do you want to know what my big complaint is <laughs> the episode title. <laughs> Ah, uh, so I don't know if you pay attention to this at all, but they're they're all wrestling terms. So I like I have INDV yep. up here. So you have like number one is kayfabe, two is dusty mm-hmm. finish, cheap heat, cutting promos, swerve, and then house show was the last episode. Uh, yeah. none of those have applied to what happens in the episode. <laughs> and yeah, I'm I like, think, yeah, only once, maybe or twice have they? Because yeah, I remember for. For sure, like I saw Dusty finish, and I was like, "Oh shit, they're gonna do like a Dusty finish for right. thing." And, and then they don't. Like, not a Dusty finish at all. I don't think there was even job. any. I don't think there was even any wrestling in the second episode. Like, no. So I was like, "What the hell?" Like that's really weird. Why did they call that Dusty finish if it wasn't a Dusty finish at all? Yeah, and like I would totally. It would be great if like I understand that there's not gonna be in re- wrestling in all the episodes, but mm-hmm. it'd be great if like there was a Dusty finish scenario in real life. You know, like, mm-hmm. like, like, for example, like, I don't, it wasn't in this episode, so I'm mixing up like timelines, but like, say, like, uh, Jack's wife went to get her job at the grocery store and then ends up mm-hmm. like not getting, like, she thinks she has it and then she doesn't or something like that. Like, then I'd be like, oh, that was a dusty finish on like her storyline in that episode. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It was... Yeah. And like, I don't, why did they just call it screw job or something? Yeah very silly and then yeah like house show and then like there wasn't a house show on house show like yeah although i guess is like the house show idea that like oh he went and saw the house uh of like you know the big competitor guy uh okay maybe 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 that's the idea i don't know but like i do really like that angle too of like yeah you've got the dwl and then you've got the uh florida like dystopian wrestling league or whatever i can't remember there it's like yeah no you yeah you called that yeah it's Florida dystopian wrestling or something like that. Okay, because like I know it's yeah. Florida, I know it's dystopia, and I know it's wrestling, but I just can't remember which order those words are yeah. in. <laughs> yeah. Which hold on, favorite part of that storyline is that it's just old uh, TNA clips. <laughs> it's like Abyss yeah. and like uh oh, what was Goldust's name when he was there? Uh, it was like Black uh, Rain or something, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> But that I really love that too. So like that's very interesting. Like, what do you like? What do you think of this dynamic of like you, know, you have like the wrestling league where like, even though there's definitely a lot of flaws to it for sure in the way that Jack runs things. Like, yeah, the wrestling at least is solid as far as like the way that he puts together the stories and considers things. Like, even though he fucked it up with Rooster for sure, and with Ace to an extent. Like, versus then like this other place where it's like he doesn't give a fuck at all about the story. Like he's just constantly spectacle, spectacle. Like he's willing to hot shot the belt and all that. Like it yeah, is very interesting. It's... They're hitting all the uh, all the tropes of the territory days, mm-hmm. so like, but it's in current WWE or this, they haven't said the the name of the big company yet. They'll just say New York, right? Which I, well, I love that. No, at one point they name dropped McMahon. They said Vince McMahon. Okay, they have. All right, yeah, yep. Um, uh, and so I I love that they, it's like, all right, here's what wrestling leagues have to do now. And so then you have, then you see the two sides of it. You see the small fledgling company that's like trying to do it right, trying to do it pure. Like the old, like they're very much like a Jim Crockett, I would say, mm-hmm. uh, like the territory. Whereas it's <laughs> like combat zone wrestling or something, like not even like ECW, like what the what has come after ECW. Uh, what's oh, what's the big one now? Game changer wrestling. And stuff with the death matches, which is basically this one. It's going to see like, all right, the death matches and I'll draw the, the fans huge. And like, apparently they're making a shit ton of money. But like, it's going to be interesting to see like who outlasts who then. Right. 
Well, yeah, it, it's one of those things where, right, like, it's, I feel like they're destined to fail eventually because it's one of those situations where, like, you know, you get people excited for a little bit, but then the investment doesn't last. And so, like, yeah. once they do some sort of big misstep, then it's all going to fall apart because, like, you can even see it in the way that he was teasing. Like, I, he was talking about, like, you know, he just put the belt on Brewster, who, like, they just got over. And, like, you know, clearly that wasn't a long-term plan because, like, he just convinced him to come over. Yeah. And then he was talking to Ace about how it's like, hey, you know what, next week we'll put the title on you. And so then, like, you know, if Ace were really thinking, he'd be like, well, this is a really bad situation because the moment they sign somebody bigger than me, they're going to put the title belt on them, like, regardless of what's going on. You know, because that's just the way that he operates. It's just like, oh, I'm just going to put the belt on the new big guy that I have. Yeah. Like whatever the shiny new toy is. And then do you see, so I see this as like, like Rooster gets the belt, right? And then now it's going to be, then he's going to have that. He got the belt and then nothing else is going to happen with him. And it's just going to go stale. Mm -hmm. Is that how you see it going? I do think that, yeah, I think long-term he's going to be, in that situation where like he has the belt, but like, he's going to be like really creatively unfulfilled because like, you know, he's going to try to like, you know, maybe talk to, uh, you know, the owner of the guy and he's just like, I don't give a shit at all. And so I think that eventually he'll probably come back to WDWL, like maybe like in season two. Cause I assume they'll probably do like a second season. I hope they do a second season at this point. Yeah. I'm only seeing only got... one on one on IMDb, but uh, it's still early on. Mm-hmm. And there is, I think there's still yeah. one more episode in this season though. Right, so we've only got we've only got one more episode. And I think that's going to be mostly like the state fair stuff, right? Like that's where yep. we're building to for the finale. So, like, I assume that the rooster stuff would be more so culminate next time because I I think that like at least for this season his story did culminate, you know, because yep. he was yeah. underappreciated in DWL, like this hyper talented guy who's been around for a long time, but just never given the proper push. And you know, I. I don't like that they actually never really addressed the address the racial aspect to it because I think that's part of it, right? Mm, yeah, like I think it was always he's like, never because he's a black guy in the south. Yeah, but yeah, they just kind of like I feel like maybe hinted towards it, but I feel like it would have made a lot more sense to just like let's just say that that's part of the reason. Not that that's like entirely it, you know, because mm-hmm. part of the reason obviously is just he's like a smaller guy, you know, who has kind of more of that like flashy acrobatic mid-card style like you know sort of stomp and clap baby face kind of and yeah. it's harder for those guys to get like on top on top you know because they're yep. not huge and yeah it's cool to see him kind of have that situation where he's like all right well i've been underappreciated i've been trying to get the situation this guy finally is offering me what i want so fuck it i'm gonna take it mm-hmm. especially because like you know he's tried to talk to jack so many times and you know the same conversation every time I loved that line because I thought that was actually really well done as far yep. as like, you know, the, the final conversation where he says like, hey, Jack, can we talk? And he's like, look, we keep having the same conversation every time. And he's like, you know, you think it's the same every time, but it's actually a little bit different every time. Mm-hmm. You know, just kind of highlighting how much he's not paying attention and why it's like, you know, fuck it. I got to leave because this guy's not giving me the time of day. So I would think that that would be also part of what maybe – eventually would re- lead him to coming back is like frustration with uh, the guy leading the Florida wrestling dystopia place. And then eventually Jack, like maybe being less of an asshole and apologizing. Yeah. He's going to get desperate and then need to apologize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see it, but they got enough, they got enough stuff to address in this finale. Cause you know, we got the ACE storyline, we got the whole wild bill stuff. And now we got the yeah. whole situation where like, if he, I'm assuming with Jack having assaulted um, the guy that runs the Florida place, like I, I don't think he's even going to be able to wrestle at the uh, fair at this point. Do you think like he's going to be like legally in trouble? Probably. And so then it's like, what do you do for your main event? So I, I think what they would do, right, is he like, so he has to vacate the belt because like in kayfabe, right, like he assaulted this guy. <laughs> yeah. And so then it's like just a singles match then between like Wild Bill and Ace, I guess. Yeah. Or if Ace is still jumping ship, then it'd be like maybe Wild Bill versus uh, uh, Crystal or something. Oh, yeah. Because then, so maybe because this is the other thing I'm wondering too, because like uh, on IMDb, have you seen the uh, name of the title for the finale episode? Uh, is it Double Turn or something like that? Yeah, Double Turn. Yeah. So then it's like, all right, 
if one of these titles is actually going to mean something. <laughs> For <laughs> this double would be turn, the one. <laughs> like, where do you see the double turn? Because I definitely feel like I see like Bill turning heel in character. Because like obviously in real life he's definitely a heel, but like on yeah. screen he's a babyface. But then, like, Ooh. who do you see being the one who turns face? Like, do you think it's, like, Ace turns face? Like, do you think it's, like, Crystal turns face? Because at this last point, I think Crystal right, would have been, like, a heel, right? Because she was all like, oh, I cheated on you with Bobby Pan. Yeah. So, actually, yeah. I, now that I think, I think it's Ace returns to the, like, is definitely going to stay with DWL. Mm-hmm. And then gets the title from a heel uh, Wild Bill. And mm-hmm. then that's the double turn, Ace becomes a face again and builds his main uh, uh, heel opponent. Mm, mm-hmm. And then yeah, it's the, cool. the second generation, right? Then it's like Wild Bill going after the next spade. Yep, trying to keep down the young generation. Yep, going yeah. after the kids and stuff. Yeah. The other thing I'm wondering too is like, do you think there's any possibility of like Jack turning face? Like with the whole like him having assaulted this guy? Like, I don't know, from like a southern toxic male perspective it's like oh man like what a baby face thing to do just to punch in a guy yep like <laughs> i could totally see that too yeah yeah you know, especially then if like they do the whole like him having to like be stripped of the title like that could maybe even be done like a oh man you know like i want to be a fighting champion especially right now but it's like ah oh, but like you know i'm all arrested and i can't do it like i don't know maybe he could become like a badass like stone cold type or something <laughs> That would be pretty awesome. He's like, I don't but, care about rules. I'll beat the fuck out of anybody. I'll punch anybody I want. That's what I, I like about the show, though, is like we've just laid out like a couple different options they have to go, and like all of them are good and entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. They definitely like, so yeah, like with the nitpicks we've had, I feel like they've been very minor. Cause like overall, the stories and the show has been yeah. very good. Like, I'm not going to, not going to stop watching a show. The titles are off. Don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not going to be like, Oh well, they didn't do the fucking injury angle right, so like fuck it, like <laughs> they didn't properly address the fact that, like that guy would be fucked kicked out of wrestling probably. If everybody knew he did it on purpose, but I guess that is the other thing I'm keep waiting for is the other shoe to drop. Is like, does everybody know he did that on purpose? Because I feel like there's no way he didn't do it on purpose. Yeah, I think he definitely did it on purpose. Yeah, because I mean, with the him. Being told to stop, like, he definitely did it on purpose. But, like, the question, I guess, is, like, does anybody else know that? Because I feel like it's so obvious. How the fuck? Oh, well. I gotta let it go. We still got a finale to see. Yes. It's also, oh, my gosh. What do you think of um, the kid? Because I think that's been, like, a really interesting thing to do kind of, like, what the story's doing as far as, like, what is the average wrestling fan that's a kid because like i feel like that's kind of what he's supposed to represent more than anything else right yes so yeah what what are your thoughts on his portrayal and like what that means for like i don't know i guess wrestling fans in their eyes um i mean he's surprisingly intelligent right about wrestling for such a young age Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, I think the I think it could be the the story of like that wrestling fans are smarter than people make them out to be. <laughs> I mean, I think there is definitely a little bit of that, especially like in the first couple episodes. Like you know, uh, somebody was talking some shit, and I think like the wife was like, "No, it's not as stupid as you think." And you know, like there was like the fair executives coming, and like they were clearly yeah. not wrestling fans, but then they were like, "Holy shit, this is really fun!" Like, yeah. <laughs> And then the kid, uh, uh, like, explained everything to them. Yep. But I, I do think it's really interesting that, like, basically the, the one person that we have that's, like, the actual wrestling fan in the show is only the kid. So I feel like in a, in a lot of ways the show is kind of saying that's, like, at, at its heart, like, they wrestling fans are really stupid. Like, they're dumb little kids that get really invested in these weird storylines because, like, nobody else uh, is invested on, like, that same level. Mm-hmm. and it's funny too with like the way the kid is definitely in i mean i guess part of the way the kid's being influenced right is that it's not just wrestlers he's seeing on tv but it's also his family members like it's his dad it's his uncle so, yeah he's a little closer to it then right and especially the blending of those or the blurring of those lines between like kayfabe and reality because uh there's yeah especially in ace's case he's pretty bad at like kind of keeping that line in check yeah 
So yeah, I guess with this impressionable kid, and I feel like they kind of just like put wrestling fans. It's like, oh well, they're just kind of like you know, impressionable little dummies who will just come and watch the show. Especially like you, you hear a lot of the other characters talk about wrestling fans. And they definitely talk about them pretty shittily. <laughs> like the other thing that I think that would have been really cool for them to have done, which would be good with this, is like I don't like I don't think anybody's talked about a positive fan experience. Right, like nobody's talked about like, oh, there was this great moment where like, you know, I was doing this like maybe for the fans in general or this one specific fan that I know. Like, unless I'm forgetting something. Uh, no, I'm not sure. But yeah, I feel like it, it's interesting because I, I feel like the show kind of has like a sort of negative opinion of wrestling fans, but eh, it's not a big deal. That's just me yeah. overanalyzing shit. <laughs> Um, but as far as like the actual DWL and stuff like that, I always think it's interesting to getting to see both like the inside and the in-ring stuff. Cause like the in-ring I think is actually pretty interesting for DWL as well. Mm-hmm. And I like comparing it to glow and like uh, for you, like, do you think uh, both shows do like a good job of like kind of making it, you know, like there's a story outside of the ring, but then there's also kind of like, you do get to follow a little bit of like the story inside the ring too. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think the in-ring is a little better on heels, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the out of the ring, oh, that's tough. Out of the ring, they're pretty even. I'd say everything's fairly compelling. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I would say that's definitely a very compelling sort of show, and I, Actually, as far as the uh, sort of compelling angles, I'm just sort of thinking about something else now, too. With, like, the uh, way that Jack's sort of been snapping lately. And, uh, yeah. you know, he was, like, yelling at his car. And then now he, like, punched this guy. And, like, I don't know what all is going to be a fallout of that. Do you think that there would be any possibility in the same way, that, like, he's following his father's footsteps and, like, you know, Ace sometimes does. Do you think there's any possibility either one of them, like, kills himself? Either in the finale or at some point. In the future of the show. Ooh, I mean, the same way their dad did. If it's Jack, then uh, Ace would have called it in the. Was it, that was the first episode. Oh shit! Did he? Yeah, isn't that when uh, Jack grabs him by the throat, like before they go out for their match? Ace is I think like, so, yeah. I, I'm gonna go off and be the big time star. You're just gonna stay here all sad, and then you're gonna kill yourself like Dad. That's right. Yeah, you're right. Damn. Man, if that happens now, that'd be great. Yeah. I mean, there'd be also be a lot of good other directions they can go. But I don't know. As far as like, oh, shit. Just but like that would be cool to, uh, yeah, to tie it all back together to the very first episode whenever the finale comes around. Mm-hmm. Hold on. That would be pretty tragic, though. Like, I feel like it'd be obviously a lot better, right? Like, if he's maybe very tempted, but then he doesn't. You know, it's like a way to break from his father's like uh, toxic cycle. But I don't know. It could also be very artistically fulfilling for him just pop himself, and then maybe it's like a one. Maybe that because that would be a way if you didn't want to have there be any sequel seasons. Like this is just a purely one season show, and that's it. That'd be a really hard hitting way to end it. <laughs> Oh, that would be, I don't know. I would want it drawn out for a little bit more time. I mean, that'd be my preference, too. And I'm sure that's the network's preference that uh, wants to make money from the show. (laughs) But you'd have to think that, like, probably that might have been a consideration from somebody writing the show. That it's like, all right, if I know that for sure it's only going to be one season, that'd be a pretty good way to end it. I will say that the best shows have always, like, ended, like, on their highs. Mm-hmm. And, like, before they get drawn out for too long. That is true. Yeah, before you just get, like, creatively bankrupt and don't know what to do anymore. See, I feel like for most seasons, I feel like three seasons is, like, the uh, the magic number. Usually past that, it's almost never good. Mm. There's exceptions. Like, yeah. Breaking Bad, for example, is definitely a good one. Like, I think that was solid, like, through all five seasons. Yeah, but I feel like uh, the majority of shows. 
Yeah, I agree with that. But uh, I don't know. I feel like Heels definitely has got enough steam yeah. to go. At least three seasons, I would say. Maybe at least two. But And then I want a, uh, I just want a Wild Bill spinoff about him like coming up <laughs> through the business. Okay. Like a retrospective, yeah, like yeah. Uh, him and uh, Tom or like just him, you think? I, I that'd be cool to see Tom too, but I just like just because like I feel like Wild Bill is just the amalgamation of all those old school wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Like, like he's like Ric Flair mixed with like I don't know, like any someone else that you could think of, and like Jake, he's like yeah, Ric Flair, Jake the Snake, I would say. Yep, definitely. Like kind of thing, and so I just I just want to see that story. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, that that would be cool to see a little bit more of that in detail, especially than him and then um uh oh my god, why am I blanking on her name? Willie. Um, Willie, yes, thank yeah. you. Man, she has been great on this show. Oh, she's an excellent actress. I've mm. loved her. So she was on The West Wing. It was the first time I saw her. She mm. came on mm. in like one of the later seasons of that show. And I've loved Kate McCormack ever since, so yeah. Yeah, she's a great actress, and she's she's, she's just one. She's on one of those show. people that gets into a role and just like fits. You're just mm-hmm. like, yep, I see her as that person, and mm-hmm. yeah, for sure, she's definitely a chameleon, and she's been great in like the supporting. I think she gives a lot of like gravitas for like a lot of these situations. Yes, and uh, it's interesting too to see like her perspective as like you know somebody who's you know deeply involved with the business obviously but then at the same time doesn't have like that same level personal stake like you know her husband was trying to say like you know like look you've been doing this a long time but like shit it's not our family like you can go do something else yeah Yeah. and uh yeah but it it, but it's interesting too to see kind of the way that like she's still drawn and especially then with like bill like kind of very much complicating her feelings yeah, I love the the teasing out of their relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what do you think of that? Because like obviously that's got like a very torrid past. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's why like it, that's the kind of stuff why I want like a second season. Because mm-hmm. like you got the oh they dated, oh they almost had a kid, and oh he paid for the abortion. Which I'm still trying to figure out. Can you figure out what the what the time frame of the show is? is it supposed to be like present day. Yeah, it is supposed to be present day. Because at first, I was very, I thought it was supposed to have been like more in the past, you know, just because of like the way they talked and the way that, like some of the wrestling stuff was designed. But then, like, uh, yeah, there have been a couple of times where like they've talked about, um, they've just like they've mentioned a couple of things as far as like dates and times. But then they've also got like the very modern phones, and I was like, oh shit! So like this is present day. Yeah, I it was I wasn't sure until I think he mentioned like being on TikTok. And as soon as he said TikTok, I was like, okay, this is this is like present present day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because at first I thought it was supposed to have been like more in the past, like, but yeah, no, it's it's definitely present day. So then with like Wild Bill and uh, King Tom Spade, I guess their heyday would have been then like in the mid two thousands or something. Uh maybe, maybe the nineties. Like later you could than say. That. Or maybe the, like that late, you think, and then or, or that early, I guess you think back in the nineties. Yeah, because then it could be that like that was their heyday, and then yeah, I'm thrown off by this now. <laughs> I want like a the chronicling of like this is the year that Tom started DWL, and well, I I think the thing you have to remember too, like, and I always forget this too, because like I don't you know live in fucking bum fucking the south. But, yeah. like, it's weird how much, like, there is time warp there. Like, even though, like, they do sometimes have access to, like, some parts of modern technology, like, shit just, like, doesn't move forward in certain areas of the country. So, like, so maybe maybe it could be the 2000s, and that's why it feels like the 90s. Well, no, I mean, like, the show is happening in the modern era. Oh, you know, I meant, I meant like, cause oh, I'm, oh. the videos of, like, Tom and Wild Bill, like, at the start of their careers. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's why I mentioned the 90s. Like, it looked like the 90s, right? But then, you're right, mm-hmm. it could be just early 2000s, and it feels like the 90s. 
Yeah. Cause especially like in, in like that time period, there would have been a lot of places that were sort of emulating like the attitude era, right. Of the nineties. Mm -hmm. So that makes sense for them to have kind of been in that time period of like, you know, post attitude era and trying to kind of recapture that magic. Yeah. Not really quite getting there just cause yeah. Wrestling in general was sort of dying at that time, but it is interesting. To see. So like, at this point, like, obviously in the real wrestling world, like, yeah, we have WWE, we've got, like, AEW, we've got New Japan, we've got a lot of other things going on. But, like, it's really cool to see how much more other just, like, wrestling media we have. Because, like, we have Glow that's going on Netflix. We have Heels Now on Stars. Mm -hmm. um, so I feel like there's just kind of, like, it's not, like, a boom in that it's not big. But, like, there is, I feel like, a growth of interest in wrestling in general. Do you feel like that's true? Yeah, I mean, even look at, like, so I mentioned earlier, like, the roads to the top. Mm -hmm. So now you're drawing in, like, that audience as well. Same thing with, like, the Bellas show, Total Bellas and Total Divas. Mm -hmm. um, right, and, like, Miz had a show. Like, Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think it is, like, a boom, so to speak. Because think about when we first started watching wrestling, pretty much you could only watch the actual wrestling shows to see anything dealing with the wrestlers. True. Yeah, and then also, like, things like Dark Side of the Ring, like, getting a lot bigger, like, people being more interested in, you know, the backstage politics of things, too. So, like, it's, it's really just kind of cool to see, yeah, like, yeah, it's definitely not the same size of interest as, like, the Attitude Era, obviously, when wrestling was at its peak, or even, like, the 80s, when wrestling was still super huge. But, like, it is cool to see that wrestling's getting bigger. Yeah. Or at least or it's at least more, it's like, more in the zeitgeist. Yeah, slightly more in the zeitgeist. <laughs> and you know what? I think a lot of that actually comes down to um, people cry, uh, craving like live performance and like interpersonal interaction. You know, with like how much more everything is like gotten online and like depersonalized. Like Ooh, wrestling true. is always very personal in that way at least you know if you're gonna be potentially going to shows or whatever like you know there's that social aspect to it and there's that mm -hmm. you know seeing the wrestlers in person or whatever like as people like it's i think it kind of has that inherent aspect right because it's it's one of the weirdly last bastions of like live theater that exists and so i think it always will have that sort of appeal and so at like a time like this where especially like you know people have been cooped up for so long I think that's also part of it too, right? Like people just want to yeah. get out and do social events. And uh, it's in theory, you know, uh, Broadway has been closed and it's just now opening back up. So, mm. All right, watch out. <laughs> now that Broadway's open, wrestling will start tanking again. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Because I'm sure there's a lot of crossover between those. I mean, there's definitely some crossover. I'm sure there are Broadway fans and wrestling fans. Like, Depending on the show, I'd go watch something on Broadway. Oh, yeah. Dude, Book of Mormon? Great fucking show. Oh, hell yeah. I'd definitely watch Book of Mormon. That'd be awesome. I've actually still never seen it, but like, I just, man, at some point I do want to see it. Have you seen Book of Mormon? Yes. I saw it. it each, it's come to Philly twice now. And I saw it once on the first go around. And then the second time I brought Aaron. Oh, nice, nice great show i'm trying to remember if i've actually asked you this before but like have you brought aaron to a, a wrestling show yet no would she go um it depends so i mean definitely not like i would have to wait for like if it's any of the big companies right so that's most likely going to be either like raw on a monday night i guess i could try to get her to do a smackdown i guess but like <laughs> yeah raw on a monday night and aw dynamite on a wednesday night mm -hmm. would be like weeknights during a school year right. so she probably wouldn't, wouldn't want to do that so i'd have to wait for them to either land on in philly or during the summers or like an independent show on the weekend yeah you should do like a ring of honor event or something yeah probably find something on a weekend like in philly yeah 
Yes, I actually still haven't taken uh, Emma to a wrestling event, but uh, I've talked to her about it, and she would definitely be interested in going at some point, especially after I've been, like, uh, showing her a little bit more of, like, New Japan and stuff like that, and she likes a little bit more of that technical style. So, actually, she'd probably like uh, certain people in Ring of Honor because, uh, like, as a person who's done a lot of dance, she likes watching, like, this, the movements and the way they coordinate the movements together for the, uh, you know, actual wrestling. Yeah. Aaron would probably be more of a storyline person, so there, I think she would mm-hmm. like uh, WWE a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Although uh, I don't know, I've been hearing like some like, as always, you know, they're just doing ridiculous shit. But like, have you heard about like this weird thing with like Alexa Bliss and the doll? Oh yeah, the doll got ripped apart, and now she's off TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I heard about some sort of weird shit where like somebody ripped up the doll, and then she was like trying to put it back together. And she's just like crying in the ring for just like minutes on end. Yep, that's literally how they. Apparently, she needs to get like surgery on her nose, I think, uh-huh. and. That's how they wrote her off. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm just... I'm glad to not be watching WWE anymore. Like, that's just one level too stupid for me sometimes. They also have the uh, draft going on right now, which mm-hmm. is just indescribable of, like, how things are, uh, like, picked, right? Like, there's no GM mm-hmm. picking the people. Also, they'll just, like, throw up on the screen, like, Roman Reigns to SmackDown. <laughs> and it's like, okay, mm-hmm. who made that decision? <laughs> so then, like, do they do they currently have, like, an actual enforced brand split like now, or, or are they just kind of back in those periods where, like, it doesn't matter? Uh, oh, yeah, like, people, yeah, people stay on SmackDown and stay on Raw, yeah. Okay, so it but is there's pretty just harsh no, right now. Yeah, there's just no... Um, like authority figure on either show. Like the authority figure is Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville, but they both go to both Raw and SmackDown. Huh. So okay. it's not like Adam Pierce is the Raw GM and Sonya Deville is the SmackDown GM, yeah. So they're just like random authority people. Yep. Okay. I guess they were like tired of having Triple oh, H and Stephanie on screen. So like, all right, we're just gonna have these people be like kind I, of people. I think their official names, and I'm not joking here, is WWE officials. Like, they're, that's their title? They're just WWE yeah. officials? Yep. I feel like that makes them sound like referees. Yep. Because like, <laughs> isn't that what they call referees? Uh, they used to. Now it's just referee one, two, three. <laughs> no one can okay. have names. <laughs> I wonder if they, like, realize that at the same time. They're like, all right, we're going to call them officials. Like, does that mean they're referees? Like, shit. All right, referees are just referees now. It's like, so wait, does that mean that, like, uh, these people are wrestlers that do matches now? No, they're still sports entertainers. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, just want to clarify. <laughs> I don't know these titles and names. Mike Kyoto gave an interview recently where they were like, why don't they use, why doesn't WWE use the referees' names anymore? And he said, <laughs> the story is that they announced the referee's name for, like, a match. And Vince McMahon was like, why the fuck are they saying his name? Like, because he's the ref for the match. Well, I don't want to hear that anymore. And like from then on, they couldn't use. The... Of course, I mean, I feel like that's that's the story for everything that happens on the show. It's like either Vince is like, "Let's put this shit on the show," or like something happens in the show. He's like, "What the fuck is this?" And then it never happens again. Oh my gosh, what an insane man. Uh. Shit, I got so off topic now because of that. What were we talking about before that? Oh, yeah, because, like, so I at least appreciate the aspect that, like, I guess if they're going to do a draft, then, like, they are doing separate rosters. Because I hate that, like, they constantly will also do drafts in their periods where, like, they don't give a fuck about separate rosters. Mm-hmm. So, like, the draft doesn't even mean anything because people just appear on both shows. Yeah. No, it, it actually... And Well, the problem is then they would try to, like, get around that. So they would do this, like, once a quarter, someone can cross over brands like that. Yeah, like wasn't there like some wild card thing at yeah, one point? Yeah, the wild card like... thing too. Yeah. It's like at random, I can just decide to violate the rules and just put people on other shows. Exactly. Oh man, silly shit. Um, but yeah, anyway, back to heels because this is a much less silly show. Even though they do comedy very well, I like how they mix that in. It's not like a you know. 
uh, tasteless show or anything. Mm-hmm. I like, uh, especially like, you know, the kind of undercards, like, yeah, like Bobby Pin. Uh, and then there's like the other two dudes, like there's the, I'm totally fucking blanking on their wrestling names, but there's like the um, luchador guy, like the fat luchador. Oh yeah, that would uh Diego Cottonmouth. Diego Cottonmouth. And then there's like the religious uh, black dude who's like uh, from Apocalypse. Uh, Apocalypse, yeah, yeah right. Who I love. The... It's yeah. he's James Harrison, who's a former football player. Oh okay. He was like a long time. I want to say like defensive type player for like the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice, yeah, and I, I like that. Like you know, they got that camaraderie too. Like you know, the, uh, the undercard sort of guys, you know, all sort of hanging out because it's definitely like a, a fun family right there at DWL, as opposed to like the, the I don't know what the fuck's going over at Dystopia. <laughs> uh, death matches, People are just death attacking matches themselves in the locker rooms. <laughs> Although I guess the, some of that does happen DWL too, between at least the you know the Spade family because they're pretty fucked up, but. Yeah, they're they're just a little fucked up, right? Yeah, just a, just a little bit. But yeah, it is really interesting to see, especially like that whole mystery unfold because like we still don't even have all the puzzle pieces of like finally kind of like what drove everything. Because I, I assume based on the context clues of this last episode, right, that at some point, I guess Jack and uh, Tom did wrestle and Jack pinned Tom, and then therefore he got the D- DWL. And I'm assuming this was probably the last thing that drove him over the edge and he killed himself. Yep. But... All right, is, is that what you're thinking too? Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, that's what I thought when I saw that scene. Which is like kind of really interesting and crazy. So like, what do you think of like his idea that then like, you know, I guess it's like in a way he feels like he has to keep the DWL going, right? Like, no matter what, because, like, not only was this just, he like, the thing that his... He oh, feels sorry, fault, basically. Right, because it's, like, not only something that, like, his dad, like, built and kept going, but then, like, his dad literally, like, died for it because he, like, took it from him. So then it's, like, shit, like, I guess I have to keep it going, otherwise he died for nothing. Mm-hmm. But then, like, at the same time, like, I feel like weirdly enough like the healthier better response would have been like at that point like he should have just like left the dwl behind like period like he should have i don't know maybe turn it over to willie or maybe somebody else but like it's like shit dude if like you're so attached to this thing that like you i don't know i guess it's like at the same time it's not like he necessarily probably knew that his dad was going to kill himself oh yeah but, probably not. but i don't know that like you're willing to just like I don't know. It's like, shit, this is so hard to say because it's like I, the story's so well written and the characters are well put together enough that it's like, yeah, it's hard for me to even analyze it well. Not that it's like not well done. I think it's because it's so well done. Mm-hmm. You know, because like I'm sitting here trying to assign blame, I guess, but it's like, shit, life is just hard and complicated. Because like That's how life a, is. Yeah. Because you would think that, like, in a lot of ways, like, he'd probably be a lot better off if he left it behind, right? Because I feel like there's just nothing but toxic memories. Of Yeah, what good memories? I don't think they've ever brought that up. <laughs> right. Because, yeah, actually, that's a really good point. Yeah, like, in all the different memories that they've kind of gone back to, and, like, none of them are really, like, positive as far as, like, associations with the DWL. Like, you know, maybe when they were younger, like, watching their dad, like, none of that really comes up. Yeah, like, remember that match between Dad and Wild Bill? Like, I haven't heard that at all. Yeah, just, like, a lot of, uh, wow, shit, like, Dad's expectations were really bullshit and <laughs> fucking very controlling. <laughs> remember, Ace is going to be the next uh, NFL quarterback. Yep. And it's interesting, too, right? Because, like, he, he treated his sons, like, completely differently, but, like, fucked up with both of them. Yeah. In really weird ways. Like, you know, you put like way too much pressure on Ace's shoulders and like too much kind of like adoration and like almost like otherworldly. Like, you know, he's just like, you know, he's like, he's going to get out of here. Like, he's going to leave us behind and like go become the superstar. You know, and then like basically looking at Jack, it's just like, yeah. And then you're like the other fucking piece of shit that I have. Yeah. And he probably looks at Jack in a lot of ways, like, because he sort of hates him in the way that he hates himself, right? Probably, like yeah. He sees, he sees he, himself in Jack. Right, because he talks about, you know, 
Ace having like a dis different destiny than us, right? So yeah. he associates like himself and Jack as being more similar. And so, yeah, I guess he probably just hates the fact that it's like, damn it, like, you know, I am like, I guess like, you know, in seeing his two sons, right? Like it, it further cements in his brain when he identifies with the lesser one in his eyes that it's like, oh yeah, I am just like the small town guy and there are way better dudes out there that have like gifts and whatnot that are going to go on to be superstars, right? Like what happened with Bill, right? Because like Bill was mm -hmm. his tag team partner and his friend and whatnot, but then left him and became a star. And I wonder if that kind of cemented in his brain that it's just like, oh, well, this was like always destined to happen. Because <clears throat> like look yep. at like Ace, because like he's destined for greatness versus Jack, who's just like a fucking average loser like I am. <laughs> it's like what's funny you know, is isn't it it's usually the opposite usually when there's like that uh, the the psychological abusive father usually they're that way more towards the younger son and the older son's the like the golden child i mean it's it's really about like you know who fulfills their golden identity right like or their golden standard i guess because like for me and my family like my younger sister was absolutely the favorite because she was like way more ideal in their eyes than I was. So, like, I, I'm used to that dynamic of mm. like, oh, yeah, like, I get it, like, being the older one and the, like, least favorite. And then the younger one is like, look at this golden, awesome thing that we like. And you're just this piece of shit. <laughs> it was the opposite for us. My, my brother set the bar way too high for everybody else. Mm. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. And either way, it, and it's, it's, it sucks, too, because, like, everybody is the victim, right? Because, like, you know, Tom is fucking miserable. Like, Ace is miserable. Jack is miserable. And then, like, the Jack's mom gets torn is torn apart, too. Jack's wife is miserable. Like, their kid is, like, very confused. Like, it's crazy. Oh, you know who the yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just uh, wondering, too, because, like, with the kid, I, I remember, too, like, the part where he fucking hit that kid in school. And I feel like they definitely tried to blame it on, like, the wrestling instead of, yeah. like, his family dynamics being toxic. I was going to say the happiest person in the show is Big Jim because he's out of the rest of the <laughs> Yeah. He's like, I'm not associated with this toxic shit anymore. I'm out. I got a kid. I got a wife. I'm good. Mm -hmm. Yep. Big Jim, smartest man in the, in the show. <laughs> yeah, but then you see, like, you know, man, like, Wild Bill's probably, like, the most miserable. That, that son of a bitch. Like, Dude, but he's also... Him, like he deserves it though, you know, because he's been the so scene with him, The scene with him in the ice machine. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, so good. But then, like minutes later, he's like well dressed on the roof, screaming, <laughs> "Wants to fight Wild Bill!" Mm -hmm. <clears throat> oh, he Cocaine? is so fucking entertaining. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> it definitely is. Oh man. But yeah, Wild Bill's insane. And yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see exactly what they do with like him and everybody else in the finale at the State Fair. Like, I think that you're definitely right, too. And I think, I guess we kind of sort of came to this idea together. But like, I think they're kind of turn him heel. Maybe Ace comes back and is the one who turns babyface so that we actually have a title that's relevant with the double turn. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that would be like an interesting way to lead into, you know, like season two. It's like, oh, what else is gonna happen? And yeah, uh, I could definitely see like Wild Bill kind of being like, you know, very pissed about it, like kind of thinking like he was gonna win and that he's not now. Oh, well, it'll be a screw job. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think they definitely need to do leave something on some kind of cliffhanger. Hmm. So. Hmm. True. True. I feel like part of the cliffhanger is going to be that, like, Jack and his wife get split up. Because it's like, it's, oh my god. Like, so, do you think that, like, uh, Jack's wife has any kind of, like, that Skylar energy from uh, Breaking Bad where she's just, like, annoying as shit? There's certain times, she's not completely Skylar. Because mm -hmm. there are times where I'm like, Jack, you're a total asshole. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's not entirely. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. I, I'm... <laughs> I'm very much like cut your lawn type person to the episode where she just went <laughs> fuck it and like drank a beer and like got on the lawn. I was like, yeah, go. Uh, but yeah, so she's not totally Skylar yet. If 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 he 
was like if he was like doing everything that he could like he was doing great at home and then doing the the wrestling stuff and then she was like you have to find time for this it's like uh no <laughs> i just i feel like her, she's super annoyed because like almost all of her prop like not all of her problems because jack sometimes is an asshole to her does yeah. some shit, but like 95 percent of her problems are like caused by herself and she just like and her friends doing, and her fucking weird toxic friends because like you know she's sitting there she's like i, yeah, I want to have something that's like for me and it's like okay then go do it like nobody's go stopping a, you go be like, a flight attendant and then you can fly to all those places or like go be a singer obviously you're fucking super trained in singing and, like, <laughs> and then now we're just going it's like oh my gosh like she just stumbled into stardom like somebody saw her video and now what's it's I'm like i'm like i'm just what the fuck like this this bitch is like constantly insanely made up like she has makeup on at all hours of the day she has her hair made up like everything she's perfect looking and then she has this voice of an angel it's like how the fuck like why is she just not on social media like this doesn't make any sense like YouTube, come on! It exists. Like, there's YouTube. There's TikTok. We even mentioned TikTok in yeah. the damn show. Like, or that, like, you know, if she wants, like, wants to do more for DWL, then why doesn't she do like music for the wrestlers or something? Like, you know, she was talking about how she used to do costumes, but then now yeah. she's like, it's like, oh, I don't want to do that anymore. And it's like, okay, well, great, because now we have to have a whole storyline where Crystal has to go and like buy her costume and have to like bet her. She has to gamble. <laughs> And like you probably could have helped her and made that thing. Like it could have been useful, bitch. Like, and then at the same time too, then it's like, then what are you like? Are you doing anything with your kid? Like, what is this kid doing half the time? Is he just like unsupervised? Like you're just like, ah, I'm tired of being a mom. Like I'm just gonna let him like be super influenced by wrestling and start beating up kids at school and shit. Like, <laughs> it's like what is this bitch doing all the time that she's like, oh my gosh, like you're holding me back, Jack. And it's like no. Bitch, you are holding you back. <laughs> Go do something. <laughs> so I, yeah, I, I'm irritated by her, but I'm not sure whether that's on purpose or not. Like I don't. Know. Anyway, uh, a lot of times it is. I feel like she is going to be splitting with Jack or something at the end of the season because, like, we've been building now, and at the at the cliffhanger at this end of this last episode, right, was that she found out like, oh no, he made the bulk order purchase of the Kleenex. At the <laughs> store, so people could boo Ace, and it's like, okay, yeah. So like once again, right? Like he spent money on something for the show and didn't tell her about it. And but I'm like, so kid- like, what kind of bulk order of tissues have actually? <laughs> cost? And then like I remember it was like two hundred bucks. So it's like okay, like have you guys seen your house? Have you seen your car? Have you seen like? The way that you, like, all the makeup you clearly have to wear, lady. Like, oh my gosh. Like, I bet she's going to, like, this is going to be such a huge thing. And it's like, how is how is this going to be, like, a relationship ending thing? But I bet it is. Like, I'm betting on it. I would even put the fucking title on the line. That, like, she is going to either leave him or close to leave him over this. And this is so petty. All right, I think that's a good rant to uh, leave it off. <laughs> it's not going to go up from there, so we might as well just finish off. Any, any but, other uh, closing thoughts from you on uh, on heels or uh, the world of wrestling in general before we uh, no, I've just been enjoying everything so far. We're in a little bit of a lull after AW had the big New York show. Uh, mm-hmm. They had some good follow-ups, but uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we still got Daniel, Brian Danielson versus the Elite kind of building back up to another match with Omega. Yep. Because I'd assume at this point, like, right, he's going to kind of, like, go through the members of the elite until it's like, all right, like, I've beaten all your guys. Like, come on. Yep. But I'm down for it because that's just a lot of, like, great singles matches because we already had Nick Jackson, and it's just going to be more from there, I assume. Mm-hmm. I would guess Matt Jackson would be next, right? Yeah, do the Jacksons. Maybe even mm-hmm. the uh, Good Brothers. Yep, maybe the Good Brothers, then get to, like, Adam Cole. Maybe it's probably, like, the final gatekeeper, I would think. Mm-hmm. Especially because, like, they DB'd at the same time, so it'll be like, all right, like, now we can have these guys square off. <clears throat> but, uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, we'll I guess we'll include heels in our future uh, rundowns each week. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, we got we got uh, one more episode. And after that, that'll yeah. be, I assume, like another year at least. Next if, season, yeah. Assuming. Hope it gets another season. Let me actually do a quick Google search. I wonder if it actually has been uh, greenlit for another heel a season or not. Oh, no. It has not been canceled or renewed. There's no official update. Shit, that is yeah. not good. Well, I feel like a lot of I feel like a lot of shows usually get renewed <clears throat> pretty soon. Nah, that's usually for the cable shows. The premium networks are on a different schedule. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. All right, so I, I shouldn't yeah. I shouldn't be paranoid yet. Come on, heels. Let's get to season two. <laughs> All right. All right. So uh Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say have a great week, everybody. Yep, have a great week, everybody, and uh, we'll be back for some more wrestling uh, next time. Peace.